Recorded during the Plague Year 2020, this is the Andromeda Minute, a show where Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays we go over one minute of Robert Wise's all-too-timely uh, 1971 techno-thriller, The Andromeda Strain, uh, one minute of screen time per episode. I'm one of your hosts, Jim O'Kane of TVDads.com. My name is Rory Elward. I'm a military technical advisor and producer in this film industry of 2020. And they really could have used your help in this one, Rory. It's oh my gosh, we got so we got so much to talk about this week. It's a cornucopia of wow, perfect. Uh, I tell you, perfect. <laughs> uh, I do, uh, I do love that. You know that. Uh, gosh, we we start off. We're back up in a, the Delta Five uh, communication center. Uh, with they got a, they they sure do have a lot of room in that room. But, uh, they've all they, they they still have to crouch down in front of a. And uh, uh, an AS-33 teletype machine there. And uh, let's talk about these two guys that are you know, on their hands and knees uh, fiddling with the machine. Uh, is that the is that an Air Force Service khaki? I don't I don't know where what any of that seems to do with uh, reality. It's um, yeah. I mean, that this is it's in 71. It's the it's the, the standard uh, uniform. Um, it's I mean, it's it's. The Army has different, or the Army, the Air Force, all the services have uh, different grades of uniform depending on what you're doing. There's the field uniform, there's the casual business look workplace uniform, and then of course there's the dress uniforms. And this is, you know, what what these guys would wear in an office setting. So yeah, they're they're in the right outfit. They're not wearing it especially well, and you know, no, nobody seems to want to get their hair cut in this movie. But you know, they're. <laughs> Well, they're going to be on Banachek next week, so they can't really have a crew cut. You know, Banachek's the one with the crew cut. <laughs> Which, you know, and that's a, tra- a tradition that continues to this day of, of actors um, not being in the role they're in, but in the role they want to be in next week. So you say, <laughs> you know, you need to get a haircut and go, oh, well, you know, I have this thing next week. Or they say, well, well, my character's in the National Guard. <laughs> <laughs> as as if the uh, as if the national guard didn't uh, you know have like military standards yeah uh, um there is a brief scene i was trying to figure out the shoes that he has on it look they look kind of like khaki sneakers i was i, I don't know i don't know if that's i i don't know if that's of the time or what i don't know what he's wearing um uh second two if you go to second two in this particular minute uh he's wearing some kind of khaki colored shoes and uh, they look like they look like slippers they look like i i don't know what they are they're like ballet slippers it's just they're not authorized i'll say that yeah i mean maybe they have to wear it in this high you know tech environment they have to put on special crepe sold shoes or something but yeah they, I, I mean there's I places you have to do that like you know as, as you know everybody you know everybody yeah. working around space equipment and things like that is um certainly has uh, a, a different a, a different standard that they uphold but uh yeah <laughs> i mean um yeah they'd gone to uh, they'd gone to black shoes by this time so he should be wearing yeah. black low quarters in that environment it's not like he's in coveralls or anything like that so yeah yeah no just a, a little peculiar um i'm i'm looking at uh now of course in this particular minute just to get everybody up to speed uh, we're looking at these two guys looking for, uh, as as the senator from uh, Vermont says, there or uh, no, I'm sorry, not as uh, the senator from Vermont says, as uh, Robbie Robertson, the the uh, the head of Wildfire says, uh, he he um he he said they were looking for an elephant with a with a microscope through or looking for an elephant through a microscope, right? And 
there's a weird thing that happens. This is a callback to the first, the very first minute when we were going through the opening credits. One of the uh, uh, things that one of the many graphics that go by is a uh, summary court martial on uh, uh, the uh, the airman there, the sergeant. Um, he uh, he was some summer summary court martial for dereliction of duty. Yeah. And uh, is I mean not finding a <laughs> not finding a piece of paper in a bell. I don't know how that warrants a court martial, but maybe I don't understand the uniform code of military justice. Well, I I think that that um, the subtext here seems to be that he got thrown under the bus for not finding oh. that somebody sabotaged the uh, teletype machine. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's the lowest ranking guy, so he's gonna he's, uh, they're gonna go make big. They're gonna scapegoat him all the way down the road. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, although I, I, I love the explanation that, you know, this, this uh, insulation came off and nobody noticed it <laughs> as they yeah. focus in on the piece of paper that's been slid in. <laughs> it's, you know, and the, the terrible thing is we've all been there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, so, and, and it's, it's probably some guy that was just visiting later on and said, hey, what about that piece of paper up with a bell? Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> The, uh, the 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 other lovable thing about this um, the 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 other guy working on it not the sergeant but the captain uh, has his rank insignia just in this kind of like random placement <laughs> yeah I mean I I've seen rank insignia be put on wrong but then this looks like it was like an afterthought it's like yeah just yeah. throw something on there just you know higgly piggly <laughs> just, uh, yeah jaunt, put it at a jaunty angle it'll make yeah, it look exactly. like you're <laughs> You, it's a certain amount of flair. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. He could be Jennifer Aniston. So. <laughs> oh gosh, it's a uh, it's a terrible. Yeah, it, and yeah, I think the the idea that the, that this poor guy on his you know literally on his knees trying to trying to save his job here, trying to figure out what's wrong, and uh, knowing what's what's coming for him. Uh, I I can't imagine, and, and he, he had to go back to Vandenberg for the uh, for the court martial. So uh, <laughs> you know he had to, he had to, I, I keep picturing him getting on that getting in that little Plymouth Valiant and going out on the dirt road, driving out to Vandenberg. Uh, <laughs> or maybe Dempsey would come back with the helicopter <laughs> just just to be a guy. Yeah, I um I've been I don't know if you've ever been to Vandenberg, but it's a beautiful post. I mean, it, oh yeah, you know. yeah, I know it's gorgeous there on the Pacific yeah. Coast, and you know, um, yeah, it's a beautiful place. So, I mean, I guess it, yeah, well, at least in the stockade, you can look out the window and go, oh, <laughs> "Look at that nice day on the Pacific today." Uh, yeah, I'm looking at those shoes now, and I have no idea what they are. They are, yeah. I mean, it's not like boots. It's just, it's almost like they didn't expect their shoes to be on camera, so they were just wearing their slippies. Yeah, it's now. I was just wondering it for for him not finding this thing, and you know they are gonna they are gonna scapegoat him for, <laughs> for not finding a piece of paper. Um, uh, there's limits on a summary court martial, like what you can do. Like they can they can dock your pay, they can drop your they can drop you like one grade. Yeah, or it's, something. I, it's not it's not a big deal. It's bigger than a traffic ticket, but it's not gonna like. It's not uh, it's not a career stopper. No. Um, yeah. Yeah, a general court martial is when they're really planning on you know if you've done something horrible. Yeah. But, this is... And and then, you know, under the Uniform Code of Military Justice, you're allowed to say, well, I want to be, you know, I, I, I want to escalate this because I feel like I'm being railroaded or whatever. But um, yeah, this this, you know, this guy, 
I don't know. He probably didn't have good counsel because he should have fought this. Yeah. Because um, yeah. the other question is, I mean, you know, you hear you hear the, the senator talking about it over this scene. Um, oh, and, and there was this, um, you know, the, the, the insulation. But there's they don't address the fact that someone obviously sabotaged the machine. Yeah. And and when they do find the fault, the sergeant's going to go, who put the paper in the... So, so yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, you can tell that this is, you know, this film comes out a couple of years before Woodward and Bernstein, or that would have been a whole other film. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that would have been uh, Andromeda 2, yeah. uh, you know, this, the Soviet menace yeah. or something. Yeah, it, it... It's like, there needs to be an investigation. So uh, the sergeant yeah. goes on to become a whistleblower. And I think that's that's the movie right there. Yeah. Yeah. Which, you know, is, is, a, is a much faster paced film than the Andromeda strain. Yeah. And he's, he's got uh, he, he's still as snarky as ever. He's still like like when he told Stone, I have one job. Yes. <laughs> one job. <laughs> and, and you're not doing it well. Yeah. It's just a uh, just a ter terrible, terrible day for this guy. But he likes uniforms, so he goes on to be a Maytag repairman, which is which is the happy <laughs> ending of the story. Yeah, he gets to wear a hat during the <laughs> exactly and a tie. Wow, <laughs> a tie! This is what I've always wanted. <laughs> there's no paper. There's no, there's no paper. No, nobody's going to slip a piece of paper in to stop your washer from working. <laughs> I won't get a summary court martial if your dishwasher starts <laughs> starts throwing water out on the floor. Um, wow. Yeah, it's, uh, it's there. I just, I, I feel for the guy. I, I understand, you know, he's, he's a career guy and he sees all these people passing through. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he's going to get knocked down from, I don't know, he's like an E8 or something. And he's going to be an E7 now. And just, you know. Well, you know, they, they tell you in the military, you got to guard against complacency. And, and he did not, uh, he did not, you know, listen to briefing. And now he's that guy, as they say in the military. Yeah. Now he's, he's the example. Yeah. They say, don't be that guy. He's that guy. <laughs> He's the one that they're going to start off every PowerPoint at the safety briefing when they <laughs> welcome the wildfire. Let me tell you about Sergeant Brooks here. <laughs> Let me tell you a story. It's a story about a guy, that guy. <laughs> he used to work on level one. <laughs> Did, didn't have to have all the hair burned off his body every week. Uh, <laughs> he thought he had an easy job. Just had one job. Oh, one dear. One job. Wow. Yeah. Um yeah, it's 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 interesting though because uh, I was I was thinking about I was thinking about this in the context of its time, and you know the film comes out in seventy one. It was shot what probably in late seventy, yeah. Um, and you think the Tet Offensive happens in nineteen sixty eight, and and I think that is sort of you know I mean the whole ramping up of Vietnam, but particularly Tet, is this you know the government told us one thing and something else happened. And I and I think that whole idea of, uh, you know, the government's hiding things really kind of takes on um, you know, or picks up some momentum after the Tet Offensive, which was so obviously not a conspiracy, but just, you know, government incompetence. But um, I, I think things like that became more more prevalent after after Tet. Yeah, he uh, yeah. And the, the other thing about this is I, I would think that this is a. This is a pretty cushy assignment. He's in an air condition. I mean, for the Air Force, he's in oh, an air conditioned building. Yeah. He doesn't have to go, you know, uh, lubricate planes. He's not out working on no. phantoms and stuff. He's just, you know, he has, he has that one job. And, uh, you know, there, he could, he could be out working, um, 
you know, he he could be out on on site in Vietnam just to explain to people, yeah, you want you want to do this? Um, <laughs> this is what happens to you. This is this is what has your your next assignment. It, it won't be Thailand, which you know could be considered a good assignment depending on your point of view. It'll be Vietnam, actual. Yeah, you'll be there. It'll be a Tan San Nut, you know, fixing the teletype <laughs> machine. <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, so they can so they can uh, they can send John the uh, they can send Nixon the bombing results immediately. Yeah, immediately when that thing goes dingling, you better answer he wants it. To know now. Um, <laughs> oh dear, but yeah, so that's that's where he's at. But meanwhile, it, now, um, are these the right ages for this for this guy? Can you be a captain? At, I, I'm trying. I don't know. How, you know, the, the thing is, as he, as we get older, everybody yeah. looks like they're our age. But no, no, they're like you know, 35. And I really, the, so, the, the sergeant is the right age. The captain's a little old for um, for for his rank. But on the other hand, that you know, considering how he wears his uniform, maybe he just he gets, <laughs> keeps getting dinged. Yeah, he couldn't figure that part out. They just figure, fine, whatever. Go help the teletype guy. <laughs> Yeah, this is uh, this is yeah, where, where the officer's corps has brought you. You're, <laughs> you're the teletype repairman, or you're I, the guy who looks at the teletype repairman. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say this is this is the classic of you know the captain seems to bring absolutely nothing to the table here other than to just get in the way. Yeah. You're blocking <laughs> my light. Thank you, sir. Which is, uh, which is probably why he missed the piece of paper on the bell because the captain was like <laughs> over his shoulder, looming. <laughs> yeah. Like, this guy's been fixing teletype machines since before you were in the Air Force. Why don't you just give him some room? Oh, uh, yeah, I know. He smells like, uh, you know, Chesterfields and the scrambled eggs he had for breakfast, but it's just <laughs> breathing hard on his on the guy's right ear. Like, why, I, why don't you go study so you can make major and get out of here? <laughs> Can't you go train up somebody anywhere? <laughs> wow. Don't you have somewhere to be? Don't you have a round of golf to play? Wow. Well, um, that that was the that was the first half of this thing. It's just watching two guys working on a missing missing the uh, the elephant in the room, as it were. Yeah. And uh, the second half of this the second half of this is more talking, 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 and exposition and things, uh, which is interesting enough. I mean, they're they're having their lunchtime um, tang, or you know, they, they can't eat anything, so they're yeah. drinking uh, they're drinking tang. And uh, I, I'm not exactly sure, like the. Uh, this supposed to move. This is supposed to move the the story forward. Um, Dutton ha is suspicious that they're being that that nobody's telling them what's going on in the outside right. world, and he's right. Yes. But meanwhile, they've got this they've got this teletype there that's spewing out tons of stuff, and they could just you know scan through it and see if maybe somebody didn't think this was important, <laughs> but we should hear about it. But n neither of them does that. So. Uh, yeah, on the, on the one hand, complaining about the lack of communication. On the other hand, no one's paying attention or reading the teletype machine. Yeah, and apparently they don't have TV on the on the fifth floor. You know, they can't. <laughs> they 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 we can we can see people. If you didn't hear from anybody, wouldn't you make a phone call? Yeah. I, I, that's the yeah, and like they all know these guys like Robertson and um, uh, you know, and General Sparks and stuff. I would think that they would call and say, "Hey, so what's new? How you know? How did that go? How did the bombing go? How did?" <laughs> How did everything work out? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they're all just a little punchy from drinking Tang and and <laughs> watching monkeys getting killed. Um, but yeah. it's yeah, it doesn't it doesn't really flow on this. I think that's uh, there's a couple of big flaws in this in this script. But here you have to keep them out of the loop 
uh, long right. enough so that there's there's tension, but it's still just a just slightly annoying. We um, were we were talking about the other day how um, horror movies now are entirely dependent on you spend the first ten mo ten minutes figuring out why their cell phone doesn't work. <laughs> I mean, you yeah, have you have to literally set it up in the in the in the in the story that they don't have self because otherwise why wouldn't you just call nine one one? Yeah. Why? Why? Yeah. Why? Yeah. There, there are more. There are more uh, horror movies taking place in the mountains. Yeah, exactly. Than ever, than ever before. Yeah. You know, yeah used see, to have it at summer camps and all kind. You know, they cut the line. Now, now it's like uh, way. You know, no, it's a, it's a summer camp. It's just really up in the mountains. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. So every, and I guess well, you know, actually it would work in Nevada because I, I, Nevada has one of the worst cell phone. I mean, they do that on purpose so they can test things out there. But uh, it's it's like the the most isolated locale. So maybe if they move this up to today, it might be uh, accurate. Uh wow. Well, a very a very peculiar episode. A very dis. <laughs> despairing episodes but we've got more uh more despairing episodes to come um but uh rory thanks for being with us this week you're now you're still doing uh your military your military um you're a military advisor on movies and tvs how are things going with uh you know with the current lockdown and things is there are are there any military movies being made right now that you can work on or so um before the shutdown i was working on a series uh television series for apple called invasion which is a very loose reimagining of the war of the worlds and we were like on on march on march 12th i was on set and we were supposed to come back the following week and shoot a big scene of it was actually it was, it was going to be really interesting because they were they basically were going to shoot at an ikea and have 350 extras and the ikea was like now a refugee center after this alien attack and i thought that's going to be really cool oh wow really interesting because people are like sleeping on the display display beds yeah. <laughs> um and then we actually ended up shooting the scene in october and had none of that we had 50 extras instead of 350 and they shot it like a conference center because everything had to like be dialed in because of, of, of COVID. The, uh, the actors and anybody who had to interact with the actors um, had to go in quarantine for 14 days before they shot. Um, so it was, it just completely, I mean, they were able to finish the series. We wrapped in, in the first week of November but just a complete, you know, uh, reinvention of how to shoot under the circumstances. Wow. Yeah. I, it's, it's, it's amazing thinking about having to, having to rewrite something because of a, an intervening plague. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was, um, yeah. And, and it was, had, I, I was, I was thinking about it. It's like, had, had we not already shot stuff, it actually would have like worked in their favor because, you know, you're dealing with this, you know, possible alien infestation. Everybody is going to be masked up and stuff. Yeah. But there was already so, too much stuff, you know, that that had been shot that didn't establish that. But I mean, it was it was. Um, yeah. And, it, you know, I mean, everybody on set is 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 masked up and stuff. So it was it, it certainly made things more challenging um, to get anything done. And, and it it. it obviously increase the cost of of shooting just because of the quarantine times you're putting you're putting people in quarantine and paying them 
yeah, here's stay stay here for two weeks, and we're not going to do anything with you for a while. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, uh, wow. but I mean, kudos to them; they got it done, you know, because they had, uh, you know, it it was it's a really interesting show in that there's four storylines that take place all over the globe. There's there's scenes in Afghanistan, there's scenes in um, Japan, England, and in the United States. So it's wow. this whole international, you know, confab and and. It all came to a screeching halt in March. So, do, do they give you an idea when the when the release will be eventually? Or? I don't know. Um, I I'm not sure what what the plan is. And of course, everything everything in the film and television industry is is now on on. It's <laughs> you know you're, you're looking at the release dates for movies like Tenet and stuff like that, and they just they moved that thing fifteen times. Yeah, they finally yeah. just announced uh, Wonder Woman is going to come out in theaters and streaming on Christmas Day. So I don't think the industry really knows what to do at the moment. Yeah, yeah I, I think they'll just keep trying everything until something sticks or something works. Yeah, and, um, and, and unfortunately, I mean, for television, it's not that bad because you're always going to stream television. The question is, what's what's the optimum release date? But I mean, for films, it's it's, you know, there are films that should have that should have gotten a big release and, and aren't, and there's stuff that's going to disappear or not disappear, but I mean, uh, what will disappear in, in the, you know, in the chaff of everything that's going on. And then there's, there's other stuff that was supposed to come out this year that won't come out until 21 or 22, just because they, they do want to release it in a theater. Nobody knows when we can do that again. So yeah. there's, there's an incredible amount of consternation in the film industry right now. Uh, interesting times. That's, it is. Wow. Well, uh, let's continue this discussion on Wednesday. Uh, for folks who are looking for previous episodes of the show, you can always find them at the usual places. Uh, wherever you're getting your podcasts, at uh, Apple Podcasts or uh, Spotify or TuneIn or any of those places we, we're out there. Uh, sign up and subscribe, and they are delivered hot and fresh Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. If you if you like to listen to the whole thing and binge it uh, right away, over at uh, andromedaminute.com, we've got every previous episode right there that you can download on demand, as it were. Uh, so anyway, we'll see you here back next time. In the meantime, please do the three things that hopefully will get rid of this plague ASAP. Uh, wear a mask, stay six feet apart, and please wash your hands. Sing happy birthday while you're washing hands. <laughs> long, nice, nice long distance, but find out whose birthday it is today, and you can you know, sing along with that while you're, while you're scrubbing your hands. Uh, but uh, we will see you here next time on the Andromeda Minute. Very flattering. We don't know much more than when we got here.